Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Reverend Chris Oldham of Divine Interventions Radio, where you are the rose, and my mission is to help you bloom. Welcome to the first evening broadcast of this show. I have switched it over to an evening time simply because there were too many other things just seemed to be getting in the way of the daytime show. The angels were giving me a message. So from now on, we are going to do this show on Monday evenings, 6 p.m. Monday evenings. And I hope that you can all join me more often at this time and be able to participate with me and receive what the angels have to give. So welcome once again. And today's topic is going to be, or is, not going to be, but is, the, the difference between gut instinct and divine guidance. And I'll get into that a little bit more uh, in a few minutes. But before we go any further, as is customary when I do this show and when I do anything, I want to bring in the angels and the presence of the divine. So just sit with me a moment. Close your eyes. Take a couple of nice, deep, cleansing breaths. Three is good. And join me in coming into divine presence. Almighty and most high Father, Mother God, divine source of all that is, great spirit. Beloved angels, archangels, ascended masters. Beloved Jesus, Mother Mary, Holy Spirit. Beloved guardians and guides of myself and all who join us here today and on the recording. To listen what is said here and to receive it. And beloved seraphim angels, we welcome you here this day and ask you to surround us and enfold us with your presence and your light, your wisdom and your knowledge, your healing energies, and to bring us the guidance that is being called for today. Help me, dear ones, to bring through for all who listen and come here with questions and needs to bring through that which in your divine wisdom and knowledge you know that they need to hear or receive. Thank you, dearest ones, for your presence here. Beloved Archangel Michael, I thank you also for protecting this space from all that is not in service to the successful execution of this show and the delivering of, of the guidance and the healing and the blessings that may come through. Protect us all, beloved Michael. And keep this space clear and filled with light.
Thank you, beloved Archangel Michael. And so it is. Once again, beloved ones, I do welcome you to this show. And what actually brought me to this today's subject, well, the angels brought me to it. They always, when I sit down on the days when I'm doing my shows, I go into a a connection and I do this every morning. I go into my morning meditation, so I go into connection. And I, I, I work with the angels as to what really needs to be on my agenda for that day, what um, I have decided to do that may not be appropriate for the energies of the day or whatever else they know is going on. Because believe me, your angels always have a plan for you. And, you know, you can follow it or not, but truth be told, you're better off if you follow it because one way or the other, you're, they're going to get you over to their way of thinking anyway. <laughs> so that's just a little aside, my, my adventures with the angels. As an angel minister, uh, I actually, I came home to angels when I was introduced to Kimberly Marooney and the angel and, and her connection with angels through a course I took back in the August, summer of 2008. That would have been eight years ago now, or six, seven years ago now. It hardly seems that long, but it was quite a while ago. And I, just a little introduction to me for those of you who don't know me. I've never been an angel person. I was never one of those people, that, and all of us know some of them, who are absolutely besotted with angels. They love angels. They collect angels. They collect angel songs and prayers and poems and figurines and everything angel. Paintings. Throw blankets. You name it. If it's got angels on it or it has to do with angels, they are they are there. They're collecting it and they are just um just absolutely loving angels and wanting to know everything there is to be to know about angels and connecting with them. Well, I have to tell you, although I have always had a very strong connection with God and divine spirit, I have never really, uh, up until a, a certain point, never really had much to do with angels. I learned the only angels I knew anything really about were from my religious uh, upbringing, my Christian upbringing. As an Episcopalian, that's what my parents were and how I was brought up. I never knew a whole lot about angels. Angel Gabriel is mentioned because of, you know, that's who who in in the Bible brings... uh, Mary the message that she's going to give give birth. And I don't know, uh, you know, I knew about Archangel Michael, and I knew about our guardian angels, that we all had guardian angels. But aside from that, I I was of the mindset that, well, you know, the angels are out there doing their thing, and I'm doing mine thing, and that's the way it is. You know, we're just not, let them do their thing. They don't have anything to do with me. And when I 
was guided to take Kimberly's course and, and got into it in the beginning of it, it was like coming home to me. The relationship with these angels that she brought me to see was one I realized at that point that I had always had and just had never explored or even been aware that that's what this connection with spirit that I always had was about. So the past seven years since then have been a glorious journey of getting to know the angels on a more personal basis. And part of the journey is, and, and opening myself to let them teach me. And boy, do they love to teach us stuff. Because there's so much to learn. There is so much that has been hidden from us uh, in this in this physical realm that uh, they are just, and, and that's their job. You know, is to is to bring us along and to get us to the place where we had to, you know, where we are supposed to be, to move us along on our path. That's their job. So the last seven years has been opening to a really deep awareness of angelic presence and a deep. Um, Boy, I, I can I can almost say almost a almost drowning in angelic partnership. I am surrounded by angels and angelic energy all the time. It's not something where I start out the day and I call on the angels and I hear what they have to say and then I just drop it and go on my way. I am I am with them all the time. They are constantly communicating with me one way or the other. So anyway, to get back to the reason I started that whole conversation is that as the this morning as I was going through my morning meditations review of my day, I actually had forgotten that today was Monday and I had a and it was radio show day. They reminded me of that. I went, oh, my goodness, that's right. So what are we going to do today? And they brought me today's subject. And today's subject was kind of triggered. Actually, it was triggered by a, a, a recent email that I had gotten from Carolyn Mace through her, her website. And if you haven't... Uh, if you're not familiar with Carolyn Mace, I'm going to type her name here. Carolyn with an I-N-E and Mace is M-Y-S-S. And Carolyn Mace is an incredible energy worker. She has done some of the most groundbreaking work, and, and she started years ago. Carolyn Mace has been one of the foundational uh, workers and one of the first workers in energy in the field of, of our energy bodies 
and the and the energies that surround us and and what it's all about. And I really love her work. She goes so deep. She is um Oh, I can't remember the name of it now, but she basically is an intuitive, a medical intuitive, that's the terminology. So she can basically get with somebody and sort of just connect with their energies and know what their issue is. She actually has helped doctors and is called into hospitals periodically to give help, which sounds crazy from most medical perspectives, but that's how good she is. So this is this is what she does, and she sends out this newsletter. She has she she combines this scientific. She puts a scientific spin. She she puts everything that she has learned about our energy bodies into a scientific framework. It says yes, this is where it is. This is what it is. Just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And she has shown how these things work and how our energetic relationships work because we're all part of one big, huge, tangled web of energetic relationships. So, and along with that, she has combined that with her very, very deep spirituality. She is an unashamed Catholic. And when I say unashamed, some people will say, well, I'm Catholic, and kind of shrink back from it just because they don't want somebody to be thinking that they're identifying with their religion. Well, Carolyn Mace makes no bones about it. And she gets a lot of... Her religious beliefs have really helped her in life a lot and helped her go deeper and helped her get through things that she needed to get through. But the reason I'm, we're talking about her is the email that came out. And I'm going to read for you an excerpt from that email. And hopefully, uh, you know, this will spark a little bit of conversation among us. If not, I will just keep going because I can do that. <laughs> when it comes to angels, when it comes to our energy systems and healing and spirit and metaphysics, boy, I can talk for hours. So let me read this, an excerpt from her email. She says, Many people have asked me through the years for instructions on how to get clarity about their intuition. My answer today is, do you want to listen to your gut or to God? It takes far more courage to listen to God. Intuition is a natural sense that we have. But it is a survival instinct. Higher guidance is an earned spiritual relationship. 
one that is developed between your soul and the divine. Beyond your gut instinct is your spiritual intuition and intelligence. Spiritual directors in monasteries, seminaries, convents, and ashrams have for centuries guided their novices into the interior passages of the soul, what she calls the interior castle. So this inner landscape is not new ground. But it is new for us, the common populace, the everyday person who is not a spiritual uh, you know, initiate or, or someone who is not buried in spirituality 24 hours a day and reaching out 24 hours a day as part of as what their profession is. As many people are learning, spiritual direction is exactly what they've been seeking. As it has given them the means to examine the significant questions of life, within a spiritual context. Hello, guest two. Glad you joined me here. Um, If you would share your name, that would be wonderful. So anyway, when we talk about what Carolyn Mace is talking about, is there is a difference. Most people say, let's follow my gut. And the point that she made is that The gut is, uh, when we follow our gut, it is an instinct. It is something that we are fitted out with when we are born. We come into the world with this. It's part of our ego network. For those of you who may not already know this, the ego's job is to keep us safe, to keep us functioning in the physical world and everything that comes with that. And so the ego uses information it gets from our environment to give us guidance in one way or the other. And gut instinct, it it fits into our gut intuition. Uh, That's, well, I guess that is. We would call it our gut intuition. And when we get that gut hit, When we say that it's an instinct, we're not deriding it because our gut instincts are something that we need to listen to. But we need, when we listen to them, to understand that those are ego instincts that are coming through to us, that are being given to us, and that there may be some further discernment needed as to, okay, this is my gut instinct. What is triggering this? We need to ask questions. You know, is is this something I really need to act on? Is there, is it being triggered because there's a real situation I need to be aware of that is not showing on the surface? Oh, hello. Hello, it's Lorraine. Oh, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm hanging in there. I'm uh, guest two on the call too. On your, um, on the web. Oh, okay, great, wonderful. So anyway, talking about our, our, our gut instincts, 
our gut instinct may be saying we really shouldn't go out today, you know, or I shouldn't go out. There's something telling me not to go out today or not to drive my car today or to take a different direction. And sometimes that is our ego getting information that we don't have available to us because our ego works in, in the uh, works through vibration and metaphysical means and, and listens to our environment in a way that, that our five senses aren't able to. So often, you know, the, the ego, just because we get a gut instinct and it may be ego-driven doesn't mean we don't follow it. The ego is there to protect us. We just need to investigate it. And I have to tell you that there have been times when my gut instinct has told me something and then I have overruled it with my mind and been sorry that I did <laughs> afterwards. So um, in one case, I actually got into a, a car accident because of it when I overruled it. So our gut instinct is good. But there are other times when our gut instinct is kind of leading us in the wrong way because our ego, as part of our its protective function, starts out when we are very young, uh, backtrack a little bit. Our egos are formed during the time from birth to about six or seven years old. That's when our ego mind is forming. Our sense of self is developing. Our experience of what is good and bad and what is safe and what is not safe for us is, is developing through our experiences. And everything that we take in during that time frame, we, our minds are like a data sponge. Everything is being absorbed into it. Every TV show, every commercial, every conversation, every action, everything that we see, everything that we do, everything that's done to us, it's all being sucked in. And there's no filter at all to say, well, this is valid or this is invalid. It's all going in there which is kind of a scary thought when you're a parent in this day and age and you know that. And you're trying to figure out how do I work with my child to give them a better foundation. Because what happens is, is all of this information that comes into us when we're kids and during that formative period becomes the database that is the foundation for our ego for the rest of our lives. So this means that if somebody did something that hurt us when we were four years old, we are still responding to similar situations or something that our egos discern as a similar situation or as sort of logic pathways says, yes, this is similar still responding the same way. And this is where we get caught up. So, and, that, and what I'm saying, let me see if I can think of a good example of that. So let's say that you really, 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 really want to go out and ride your bike one day. 
and your dad said, no, you're not allowed to ride your bike today. You cannot go out. You have to stay in for whatever reason. He may not have, even if he explained himself, you really didn't care. You wanted to ride your bike, and you weren't allowed to ride your bike, and you got really unhappy. That hurt you a lot. And from then on, anytime somebody told you that you couldn't do something or prevented you from doing something or said that, you know, the law says you can't do this or this is the rules, you can't do this, that would really upset you. You would get your back up. You would get defensive. For, you know, all, you know, and this all comes from this one incident, incident when you're four years old. So for the rest of your life, you have this. Just for an example, I had somebody one time when we did a regression where when they were two years old and had a um, new baby brother or sister, can't remember which, and wanted really, really badly to be the big sister. And her mother told her that, no, she couldn't hold the baby because she didn't trust her not to drop him. And we think two years old is too early to remember this stuff. But the problem is that it wasn't a conscious memory. We had to dig back and find out that that's what it was that triggered this absolute negative response to people um, judging her or in some way implying that her work was not good enough. They didn't, she interpreted that as, that as not trusting her to do the right thing or that her work was right. And it had nothing to do with her holding her, you know, her baby brother or sister. This was all interpreted by the ego mind as a severe Um, emotional trauma associated with mistrust, people not trusting her. She wasn't good enough to be trusted. And when you're talking about gut instinct, some of these ego triggers could also be from, you know, the gut instinct could also be due to some of these early triggers that set our egos off. So we have to figure out, okay, what do I do with this? Carolyn May spends a lot of time teaching people to go deep into meditation, to go deep into their soul, to to connect with God. And she's absolutely right that it is very much harder to connect with God than it is, at least initially, than it is to go with gut instinct in this situation. But connecting to divine guidance gives us so much more information. We get to see things from a higher perspective. We get to see 
truth and we get to uh, the point when we are well-versed in this divine connection that we can trust it and use it. So how do you get into divine connection? How do you do this? You're in the middle of traffic. And there's something going on and you're like, oh God, should I wait here and wait for it to get cleared up? Or there's a there's a side road coming up. Would it be better for me to go there? And, and you know, would I make better time if I do that? And so what do you do? Do you sit in a car and go into meditation and, and, and connect with divine guidance? <laughs> you know? But you really you sit there behind the wheel and, and just say, okay, start your prayer routine and go into meditation, connect with God or the angels that way. Um, do you, you know, if, if you have already learned to connect with angels or, or some other spiritual guides well that they're available to you, you could connect with them. Um, if, if you have a strong connection. But being able to access this kind of divine guidance on the fly doesn't usually work too too well. You then at that point are kind of stuck, for most people, with just sitting there in your mind and saying, okay, eeny, meeny, miny, mo," hitting a little bit of the gut, which is the best way to go with this and making the decision that way. And I can tell you, there are a lot of times I have done those things and say in a traffic situation where I've decided, well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the side road. And before I got to where maybe I could get back on the highway or whatever, long long before that, that everything would have broken up and I find out that I would have gotten to where I was going a lot quicker if I just stayed where I was. And even if we're in, oh, I don't know, how would you like to be, and I'm bringing up what seem like silly situations, but they're not. You're in the grocery store. You get kind of that you're walking past the aisle and, and you the mayonnaise catches your eye. And you get kind of this gut hit that says, okay, get the mayonnaise. And instead, your mind takes over. You look at the price tag under the shelf. You, you decide that, well, you don't have it on your list and you don't want to spend the extra money today. So, no, we don't need mayonnaise. And you get home and you find out that you have two tablespoons left in the jar instead of the full jar that you thought you still had in the pantry. Wouldn't it be great to be able to access divine guidance at that time in the store to say, gee, do I do I really need mayonnaise? Is that what's going on here? It seems silly, but I have to tell you, using the method that, that I'm going to teach you here in a little bit, I do that all the time. I use it all the time. I'm going to teach here today what I normally only teach in my classes, and it's called the, I call it the truth signal. And it's something that the angels taught to me. Among hundreds and thousands of other things the angels have taught me. But it, was, it has been one of the most helpful things I have ever learned. 
in order for us to move forward on our spiritual paths, to raise up in vibration, we have to start growing into using our upper three chakras more, our throat, which is our authenticity, our authentic self, our power, our expression of ourselves. Our third eye, which is our connection with the divine and psychic information. Our crown chakra, divine inspiration and, and, and divine light coming through into us. We have to start using those more, accessing those things more. We have to start because that's the missing piece of our puzzle. Our energies are so weighted in the lower three chakras in a 3D existence that in order to raise our vibration, we really need to start being in communication with spirit more and more and more because we are a spiritual being. And we have to be more of a spiritual being. We are a perfect blending of spirit and physicality, but most of us only work in the physical end of things, physical and mental end of things. We aren't normally accessing our spirituality and our spiritual path in any great way. Even those of us who are healers and angel communicators and anybody else that works in it in energy healing or spiritual field. I can't tell you how many people I know in these kinds of uh, endeavors or who even are on spiritual paths who leave their spiritual communication and connection time to the time that they take in the morning and in the evening, both or one, um, where they sit down and they consciously say, okay, it's time for me to communicate with spirit. And that's where it's left. And the rest of the day they go about their 3D way of making decisions through a mental model. In order for us to move successfully into fifth dimensional functioning, which is where we we could be right now if we were ready for it, it is here. That energy is here. That vibration is here. We can step right into it if we're ready. But in order for us to be ready, there has to be a huge shift in the way we think about how we respond to the world, how we get what we are, what we need. In the angel ministry, one of the the, the founder of, of Gateway Community uh, Church and, and University, Dr. Judith Larkin Reno, uh, wrote a book. Oh my, I'm going to mess up the title if I try and remember the whole title. It. But in this, in this book, she has something that she created that she called the God Ladder. And we, get, and we constantly, we, the God Ladder is we start at the, at the base where, you know, and, and which sort of goes with the root chakra or which are with our lowest energetic um, plane of existence. And we graduate up step by step by step by step until we get 
to, you know, the top. And it's not, it's something that we do step by step as we progress forward in our spiritual growth. But at each stage of this God ladder, we also are are exploring a little bit here and a little bit here of, of all of the other steps. So there's kind of a lot of this going on all the time. So our role as we move into 5D is to be in the higher planes of this God ladder to be able to connect on an ongoing, in an ongoing basis with spiritual guidance and knowledge to have this come through. Because what happens is that we get to a certain point in our spiritual growth going up this God ladder. It's usually around the fourth fourth uh, spiritual initiation or so, which would sort of be the heart initiation, and moving up further than that. We get there, and the rules change. The rules of existence change. And some of you listening to this may understand, may have seen this already, where you have noticed that in this world, for you, the things that used to work for you are not working for you the way they used to. Maybe you have lost a job and you have been trying to get a job and you've been putting out the the resumes and doing everything that you need, you know, you think you need to do to get a job. Nothing's happening. Nothing. I once had a client who was so frustrated, she had three international law degrees. And after having her child, she had spent three years sending out 3,000, imagine, 3,000 resumes and not gotten a single response. Not one. Does that tell you something? Something is not right. Something isn't working the way it used to. There is a change. And it's and it really is for everybody, but people that have risen to a little higher vibration are noticing it more than people that are that are still mired in, in the physical mental model that we were all raised with. No longer do you just, you you know, you, you sit down, you go to work, you get a paycheck, you got to work, you got to spend all this time in physical labor and physical endeavor um, and work, 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 and all of these hours and able to be able to pull that paycheck in and get some money, be able to survive. Once you get over that threshold and things turn topsy-turvy, more and more you will find that it is more a matter of your mindset and your emotions that determine 
what happens and whether you receive the income and how hard it is for you to get that income and whether it comes freely to you or, or you know, you find yourself struggling. The secret there is is to connect spirit and to learn to trust. And you can't do that unless you have spiritual guidance and if you don't and unless you have true spiritual guidance. And you can't have that unless you learn to be using it all the time. To move into a true spiritual partnership, to open yourself up to that relationship on a twenty four seven basis. And that's what the angels gave to me that I'm going to give to you. What's the truth signal? So what is the truth signal? The truth signal is basically a communication between you and your higher self. Your higher self is in the place where it can see everything. It can see the consequences of each and every possible action that you could take or consider. It can give you the guidance. It can tell what you need to know and help you work your way through. It can give you answers. I have used my higher self truth signal to do things like buy the mayonnaise, choose the right phone when it's time for me to renew my phone contract or go with the right carrier, decide which direction to take when I'm at a crossroads. Figure out with my to-do list what things belong on it and what don't or what doesn't for the day. And that's really a great place to start using it because we all overload our to-do lists terribly. And even when I thought I had mine pared down, the angels would still take two or three things off of it. I would be left with about three things to do for the day on my to-do list that they deemed needed to be done and everything else could wait. You can use the, the true signal to help you buy your next car, make financial decisions, get the right job, decide if, if a job you're being offered or is a possibility, you know, is that the way you need to go? All kinds of things. You have the ability now to access the knowledge and the guidance of your higher self. That's what the truth signal is all about. Now, Andrew, I'm trying to remember his name. He <coughs> teaches um, the Christ path. <coughs> I'm trying to remember his last name, but it doesn't really matter right now, except that when he teaches, he teaches people how to connect with and communicate with their higher selves. And it's a very deep communication, which can have its benefits. But I have to tell you that for the most part, that isn't really necessary because you get what you're being, you know, get it anyway. 
whether it's conscious or not. What he does is lead people into a really deep, deep meditation and you go into a cave and you sit there in the cave in the dark and you wait for your higher self to show up and you you converse with your higher self. And that's wonderful. But you don't have to do that to get guidance from your higher self. And this is very, very simple guidance. It works on the same principles as using a pendulum or doing muscle testing when you ask the questions. Yes or no questions is what you want to ask. And we'll talk more about um, what that means and how to interpret after we've, after we've gone and we uh, have accessed and learned what our true signal is. So a true signal depends on what your higher self deems is the easiest way for you to get the connection, to recognize the connection. For me, my true signal is a, uh, a pressure that is occurs between where um, my brow and my crown chakra. Not at the crown, it's, it, is, it is before the crown chakra. That is where I get this pressure, this energetic pressure. Some people feel, a, feel it in, the, in their third eye, in their, in their brow. Other people um, ha- may see a color or a light or hear a sound. I've had people that have had feel like this tapping sensation um, on in say the you know the middle of their chest, or some people get um, fingers will get um, almost like will kind of vibrate, almost like having almost like going to sleep or feel vibration in your fingers. They'll buzz. It you know it could be anything it would be easy for you to discern on the fly. I said you could be in the middle of a grocery store and just mentally ask your higher self, okay, is this or is that, and get the answer through the truth signal. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to ask you to just sit back and take in three deep cleansing breaths and close your eyes. I am going to call in now for all those here and all those who will be here to listen to the recording by ourselves. Angels right together. Angel of wisdom. Now, what I'm going to do is 
time connecting with all of your higher selves. And I'm going to ask your higher selves to give you and show you your truth signal. It is a signal that you will get from your higher self when something is true. And they're going, your higher selves are going to pulse this signal to you, whether it is a light, whether it is a sound, whether it's a pressure, whether it's some other kind of sensation that you get. They're going to keep pulsing this so that you can become aware of it, become, start uh, just opening up your senses to become aware of what your higher self is pulsing to you as your truth signal. So now just sit there, and I'm going to ask beloved higher selves of all of these people here and in the future who are listening to this recording. I ask you now to show them their truth signal and to continue pulsing until they have figured it out. Lorraine, um, while you're since you're here, when you get it, just let me know. Open yourself up to feel whatever is going on, whether you feel it or see it or hear it. Just open yourself up. Any preconceived notions of what it is. Your higher self to show you something new. Uh, Okay, I'm going to do this now first. Um, there may be some resistance. There is often ego resistance connecting with higher self because the higher self-knowledge threatens um, ego control and domination. Beloved higher selves of all those receiving this blessing of, of truth from you now, please clear, open, and purify your higher your connections all these beautiful souls. Clear any and all blocks. Love it, Sagsa Gal. Please maintain pure state of connection between each one of these wonderful, beautiful their higher self to receive truly their signal. Selves once more. Communicate true signal to 
Corrine, are you getting anything yet? What I'm getting is um is I'm getting a a gold light that's like coming from afar. Uh, it's very thin, and then it comes towards me as it grows bigger. So okay. the light is a, a distance away, and then it grows towards me and becomes bigger. Okay. Yeah, that's what I get. It was that you were getting a visual. You were getting a visual signal. So, so that's it. Now, I'll tell you what. I want you, and you can do this with your eyes closed. Can you, can you get that with your eyes open? Probably not. <laughs> I'll try. Uh, I'll try then. I will try. Yeah, just say, when you're asking, just ask your higher self to show you um, your true signal. Well, I have to laugh because my uh, tablet just dimmed, and uh, I have the light out so I could plug in my tablet, so it is dark in here. So I'm going to relax, and I'm going to relax and open my eyes, and uh, and then open myself. And even if you can't see it, psychically see it, um, you may be able to sense. You may be able to what? To sense it. The higher self, please show, uh, give Lorraine her truth signal. Eyes open. I don't know what you're feeling or sensing. I can, I can open my eyes, and what I um, when I do my <laughs> off air that I do, uh-huh. I can see, I can see a, a straight uh, gold light. It's straight across. Okay, but the, and what I was also getting for you was a, a kind of a pressure just in front of your crown chakra. Let me just sit here. Okay, let me just close my eyes and then I let me look. Let me. Yeah, that's see. fine. You have to spend some time kind of learning it so you get. Yeah, let me. With it. Let me close my eyes back again and then see if I can actually sound feel. Well, I'm processing something. My eyeballs are just jumping all over around in my head. So, 
So something's going on, so I'm just going to sit here and let my eyeballs jump all over because I can't even uh, keep my eyes closed now. Are you still getting the same thing? I'm getting eyeballs jumping all over. I'm not getting a... Yeah, I'm... Okay. Yeah. My eyeballs... I can't even keep my eyes closed. My eyes are just um, jumping, jumping, and I'm trying to, like, okay, control my eyeballs, and I'm trying not to control them, and... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just let go of trying to control them. Um. Yeah, and then I'm not able that's to keep my eyes some kind closed. of response that has nothing. That, that I don't know what that's a response to, but um, that's not your true signal. Your light that you've got no, is your true signal. I don't want to hold you up. There's somebody else in the line that you could work with, too. No, that's good. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead um, now, and we're going to and practice a little bit um, with the true signal. So... What you need to do is you need to remember that you have to ask yes or no questions. And you're going to get, and if it's a yes, you are going to feel your true signal or see it or you're going to experience your true signal, whatever that is. If it's a no, you won't get a response. But the no response isn't always just no. The no response can mean also that either your higher self doesn't have enough information or it can't tell you the answer at this time um, or you need to ask something, you know, the question that you asked, the way you asked it was was not, um, it wasn't able to give you a definite answer because of the way you asked the question. So either you get a yes, which is pretty definite, or you get a no answer. Now, if I get a no answer, in order to discern my next step, the next question I ask is, higher self, is that a no? Right, so there's a little bit of, you know, we're saying we got no answer, and so now I'm going to ask my higher self, is that a no? And if it was a no, then I'll get the signal, right? If the if the no response means no, and I say to my higher self, higher self, was that a no? And then I get the positive signal from the higher self that tells me that it was indeed a no. That was my higher self's response was no. If I again don't get a signal, then that means there's something. Either it doesn't know or or I need better information, and then I can ask my higher self, okay, do I need to ask a different question, 
ask it differently or, you know, then I can say to my higher self to, you know, is it something I'm just not given to know right now? Um, does this not serve my highest good? Something like that. But basically, you're going to ask the question, you're going to get either a positive response or no response. And then you go from there. And when you get no response, that is when you can say, is that a no? And I know this sounds is kind of like clear as mud. Yeah, and when I teach my classes, I have this all written out for people. But are you kind of getting it, Lara? I follow. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> I was confusing myself. <laughs> so when you do this, and always, always, always remember to preface it with higher self and then ask your question. Okay. Because if you forget to ask, use higher self, you know, higher self, is this the right way to go? If you, if you forget to ask higher self and use that, what often happens or what develops if you do it often enough is your ego mind stepping in to try and fill in the blanks. And that's exactly what we're trying to get away from. So we always have to preface higher self before we ask our question. Okay. All right. And another thing to do before you ask, you know when you do muscle testing, you're always going to check by saying my name is, and you put in your name, like my name is Chris, and you check your muscle testing to see if the connection is right or if your energies are unbalanced. What I do and I teach my students to do is to just call on the angel Metatron and ask Metatron to balance your energies and then ask your questions. Because if your energies are out of, are out of balance, you're going to get junk for answers. It's not going to make any sense when, when you're trying to get your reading. Either you get a signal that isn't in the right place or you'll get ego trying to jump in or you'll get no answer. It, it can be a mess. So always ask Metatron to balance your energies before you before you start asking your higher self. It's just a good good practice to get into. I admit that I'm not always good at it, but I do spend a lot of time during my day balancing my energy. So um, usually I'm okay. Every once in a while I get caught off guard, but um, usually I'm okay. So how do we use this? I'm telling you, use it all the time. Go into the store. How many times do you find yourself in the produce aisle looking at these bags of salad and wondering, okay, you're checking the dates and they all have the same date, but, you know, some of them always are better ones than others when you go through. And it's like, okay, hire self. Help me pick the lettuce that is going to last the longest when I get it home or the salad, or whatever it is. And you can go, and as you touch each bag, you know, you'll just keep going through them until your higher self gives you the yes. How cool is that? You know, get to the mayo. Something brings your attention to the mayo in that, in that aisle. And say, higher self, do I need to get mayo? Am I out of mayo at home? You know, yes or no. That will, you know, you will get that guidance. It can be as simple as, okay, 
higher self, which of these colors is the best for me to wear today? Should I, is, is yellow best or is the purple best for me today? You know, and then just point yellow or purple and let your higher self tell you which one blends with your energies and the energies of that day better and your needs better. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so just any number of ways you can start using your truth signal to help you get higher self-guidance. And it may seem silly to do things like shot or even like foods, you know? What is it that my body really wants right now? And needs no, I, and I, my I, body I could, best. I could see that um, asking my higher self, about color and using that to practice with, and um, that would that would just be uh, fun. I could do that very easily without having to. Um, and that would make it easier for me to uh, probably respond to that. Yeah, well, it's just and just, but don't limit it. You know, do it. Use it for everything you can possibly think to use it for. Because the the idea here is that you are developing this divine connection and through this divine connection comes not only guidance with your higher with your higher self but also builds your connection to higher spirit to angels and masters you know to divine beings and elements it builds that pathway and becomes more comfortable with and conversant with what comes through that pathway and the possibilities that are out there for it. Um, and so, so, so you so you can move up and up the God ladder. I, I understand the God ladder. So yes, you would be able to move through different dimensions in the God ladder instead of being, you know, only in the one. And uh, so yes, I, I see that. I see that as a if you can make the connection to higher self, then you're already on those. Um, so in that realm, and then you'll be able to function higher in higher realms if you can function with your higher self in that realm. I see that. Yeah, and and the guidance that you that you get is invaluable. How and think of all of the decisions that we make in a day that we are trained normally to use our minds, gather all the information we can get. And sit down and analyze it, and do all, and you know, just like ugh, sweat bullets, trying is this the right decision? Is that the right decision? Which way should I go with this? You know, instead, now you can just say, okay, higher self, which of these is the best choice for me? You know, and it's done. You're going, you're trying to choose a class to take, or you're drawn to something, and you say, higher self. Is this the right thing for me to do? Is this aligned with my path? What I benefit from? I do it all the time. I get drawn to stuff, and I, you know, even things, you know, the things that you really get sucked into are these. Um, oh, Darius Berizanda and and the John and his Beyond the Ordinary show and Healing with the Masters in all of these shows where they have all of these healers and, and luminaries and, and spiritualists coming on and every one of them are giving you healing. You have all of these recordings that you can listen to. 
and I could be buried in, any one of us could, we could be buried in doing nothing but these recordings. So, <laughs> yeah, really. And, and the worst part of that is that when you do that, they kind of compete with one another, and you wind up going into a healing crisis and getting more messed up than we were in the first place. <laughs> and so I use my higher self to guide me. It's like, okay, when I look at, at somebody, I get an email that says, okay, there are five recordings here to listen to from this week, blah, blah, blah. They all sound wonderful. Blah. And I'll say to my higher self, okay, is there anything in here that I would derive benefit from? And I say yes or no. Boom, if it's no, fine. Out goes that email. I don't even, I don't even think about it anymore. And I'll move on. So the the point here is not only to develop a conversation with spirit and to develop our adherence to spiritual guidance, but it's to learn to get our mind out of the way. And when we get our mind out of the way, what else are we getting out of the way? Ego. Yes. Yes. We are learning to disconnect from ego to make all our decisions for us. You will find when you start using your truth signal and your higher self-guidance how much easier things. When I teach my students these things, they come back and they are just thrilled because everything got so much easier. Think about all the decisions you make in a day. Think about it. How many of them would be so much easier if all you had to do was say, higher self, is this the right way? Is this the best thing? Does my body need meat or does it or does it want veggies today? Or for this meal? What is the right diet for me? There are, and I don't know whether you are or not, there are I can tell you any number of vegans and vegetarians who have adopted that lifestyle, that dietary lifestyle based solely on information that other people gave them that they decided mentally was what they needed to do without ever consulting truly their body or their higher self as to whether that was truly the best dietary plan for their own physical needs. Consult your higher self. There are people that will tell you that this plan or that plan is the, the way to eat is the best one for you. And Kimberly herself will tell you, you know what? That can change. She herself has been vegan and vegetarian. She's been into this micro diet thing and, you know, come back full swing to a regular diet with, you know, with red meat. So it all depends on what we are needing at that time. And everybody has different body types. Some bodies fare better with some foods than others. Me, just for example, my husband and I, my ex-husband and I went on the cabbage diet one time. And I don't know if you ever heard it, but you basically make this great big pot of cabbage soup. It's got all kinds of veggies and all kinds of good stuff in it. 
and you, and you eat this cabbage soup for you know two meals a day for lunch and dinner. And my body loved that cabbage soup. He had to stop after less than a week because it was tearing him up. It was just he couldn't he couldn't eat it. His body was saying, "No, this is not what I want to deal with." So, and everybody has those experiences. So that's just one area in which you can use your your higher self, true signal. But you know the the colors and your tasks for the day and what's important and do I have time to do this now, or you know all of all of these things are wonderful to use your true signal for and just keep building that detachment from ego mind, detachment from making choices via mental means and keeping yourself in those lower mental energies and raise up into the higher energies of your higher self. Okay. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, we have to, for anybody who is not learning to raise up in their energies. Even even my oldest son who is who has been a notorious uh notoriously unsupportive of me and my work, who has always thought this was just garbage, has all of a sudden turned around because he came up against some things that he didn't know what to do with. And all of a sudden he's talking to me all the time. He actually came yeah. to me for a reading and had a healing session, and I was lying on awesome? the floor. Yeah. So how do you, you know? So things like this happen. So he's he's actually, even though he isn't conscious, he didn't know that that's what he was making a conscious choice for. He is raising his vibration. Okay. He's coming up and he's responding to that, and and the vibration on the planet has raised up. So that's why we have all of this upheaval going on. It's because there are people that just can't deal with it, that don't want change, and they want to keep control. And that's, you know, that low ego vibration. So that, you know, so just it's so important for us to have an idea. And, oh, politics. When you go now, the angels and your higher self will not tell you who to vote for. But you can ask questions that say, okay, is this person coming from the heart or are they coming from their head? Might be a question you would want to know about a person that you vote to support. Um, and is this, you could ask, does this person is this person mostly aligned with, and say for, for, I might ask, is this person mostly aligned with my ideals and philosophies and what I think needs to happen? And, you know, you could ask if, if this person is mostly al- is the most aligned for the needs, say, of, of the city or the state or you know the the country when you when you vote and try that and i think that if you if you try doing some higher self questioning in politics 
and politicians and the candidates that are running, you might get some unexpected surprises that will show up. And try voting from a place of spirit instead of a place of the mind. And when you do that, you free yourself from all of the political debate and and all of the all of the people you know the talk and the words that are that are meant to do nothing more than lead people like sheeple to one side or another try connecting to spirit and see the difference that you get it's awesome absolutely awesome start thinking about doing things in a different way and start doing things from the way of spirit, which is where we need to be in a fifth dimensional reality, is that's where we need to be. Because I'll tell you, once you raise up and you get you start conversing with your with your higher self and your true signal and you get really conversing with it and really used to it and you start raising up, you start knowing when somebody is giving you a lot of hogwash. You start being able to see the deceit that lies behind the words or the actions. It really is eye-opening. I had somebody, a spiritual teacher that I had years ago, say that, that the world was coming to a place where politicians and and big businessmen and those people, you know, trying to to control us and, and uh, through ignorance would not be able to get away with that anymore because we would start being able to know the truth and see it. Is that awesome? So with that, I've gone way over on my show tonight, but that's okay because we needed to do that in order to get through the uses for the for the true signal, how to um, use it to set yourself free, how to move away from or or to use it as a tool of discernment when you've got gut instinct coming in. By yourself, is my gut right? Is this something that that you know I need to step back from? Um, go out and yeah. have. Go ahead. Yes, I wanted to say thank you very much. Thank you very much for being here. Oh, you're quite welcome. Thank you. Um, and, I, yeah, I just tried tonight's show as a new time slot to see if I could, um, if anybody else would be able to come through uh, more easily. The 3 o'clock is kind of like hit and miss, and so we'll see. I, I don't know who's going to show up from here on in or not, but I'm going to keep it here for a while and see where we go from there. But anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for being here. Thank you for everybody who listens to this broadcast uh, at another time. I appreciate you all, and I wish you all a wonderful Thanksgiving, a happy holiday, and if you're not in, in the U.S. celebrating Thanksgiving, I wish you a wonderful blessed week and time with family and friends, and I wish you the best and the most prosperous of everything for the next week, and hopefully uh, we'll talk to you next Monday night. Thank you so much. Good night.